You are listening to the New Day of Hope broadcast with Helena and Glennis Langley. Enjoy. Welcome back to the New Day of Hope broadcast. We are so excited and enthusiastic that you've joined us one more time. And we know for a fact that your heart will be blessed because there is a word from the Lord which will strengthen and encourage you during these difficult times. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And you know, my friends, this would be a very good time for you to call a neighbor or call a friend and let them know that the New Day of Hope broadcast is on the air and that they should tune in and enjoy the blessings of the Lord. My friends, God is truly a wonderful God, a God who knows exactly how to make a way for us, even through our wilderness moments. So tonight we trust you will stay with us for the next 30 minutes and hear what God has in store for us. We also would like to remind you that if you are blessed by the messages and the study that we do each week, you can call us at 404-964-2242 or you can email us at newdeafopeatlanta at gmail.com. We will repeat this information at the end of the broadcast. So stay tuned and be blessed. So at this time, my beloved husband will come and share with you on the subject the marrow and the elements of life. Well, praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. As I said earlier, we are happy to be with you, and I know you are happy to be with us also. I know God is going to bless your heart tonight if you stay in touch and in tune with him. Well, praise the Lord, and uh, we go to Exodus chapter 15, Exodus the 15th chapter. Now I'd like to commence reading from verse 22, verses 22 down to the 27th verse, which is the end of the chapter. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea, and they went out into the wilderness of Shur, and they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. And when they came to Marah, they could not drink of the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore the name of it was called Mara. And the people murmured against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? And he cried unto the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree, which when he had cast into the waters, the waters were made sweet. There he made for them a statue and an ordinance, and there he proved them, and said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. And they came to Elim, where were twelve wells of water, and three scores and ten palm trees, and they encamped there, by the waters. Glory to God. We thank God for the reading and the hearing of his words. My wife has already announced the subject for tonight, which is the Mara and the Elims of life. Very unusual subject for a message, but 
we will see what God has in store for us in that text. So our text picks up the way of Israel's uh, progress or process from the land of bondage to the land of deliverance. Now, three days after their great landing in their deliverance, they find themselves in an awkward situation, a place of no water. That's ensured. They got there and absolutely no water. There appears to us a very curious and costly contrast between the Israelites and the Egyptians. You see, the Egyptians had water to the fullest. You know the story of their life. They had a lot of water. But the Israelites had none at all. They lacked water. So now they came to Mara and there was water, but there was a problem. I tell you, man, when you are on, on your journey, God has never promised that the skies would always blue. There, there are rainy days as we journey along. So they began to murmur and complain as the Israelites. They were murmuring and they were complaining. Now, I kind of sympathize with them. I see with them because now there are three days. You see, I, you can probably go for a number of days without food. But water? I don't think so. So now they came to that first place, which is sure, and there's no water. Now they came to the second place, which is Mara, but there is water, but there is a problem with the water, and we will come to that. So the Egyptians, like I said a minute ago, had too much water, and the Israelites could not get any water at all. There must come a point in our lives that we must learn faith in God's support as well as his deliverance. Because without faith, my friends, the Bible says it is impossible for us to please God because he that cometh to God, he is going to have to believe that God is able and God will make a way for him. Amazingly enough, three days of waterless wandering had created a great dilemma for them. They were such a short time from deliverance to need, such a short time from power to weakness, a short time from plenty to wanting, yet there they were in the midst of a desert experience, a terrible place to be in when you have no water to drink. Every man must have his Mara to drink in this life. You will have a place where the water is bitter to drink. Life, my friends, is full of disappointments. Life is full of trouble. Life is full of perplexity, full of stress, full of losses. We have conflicts with ourselves. We have conflicts with evil all around us. So that's how life is. These are our maras. These are the times when, when we have to wonder and we have to be concerned and we have to question whether even our God is alive and well. Yet we know that he is. But God had a remedy for Moses. Watch this. He told Moses to toss a tree into the water 
and the act of God created sweetness out of bitterness. And I said it's the act of God because, because God is a powerful God. He knows everything. He knows what we need. So he told Moses to cut the tree and cast it into the water. And Moses obeyed. And I tell you, my friends, when God gives you a command, it behoves us to obey the voice of the Lord. So Moses cast that tree into the water. And the water became sweet. It's no longer bitter. So sweetness out of bitterness. In fact, even though the water was changed so that it would be pleasant, the name Mara means bitter. And you know, my friends, everything associated with Mara means bitter. Mara brought great disappointment. Their hope seems at long last to be fulfilled. They were about to enjoy the refreshments. They were about to delight in something that had for three days been denied them. But the taste only left them with bitterness. The water of life sometimes will flow through disgusting channels. It will flow through difficult places and difficult times. Moses had his Mara when he dealt with the golden calf in the book of Exodus chapter 32 and verses 19 and 20. It says that Moses' anger waxed hot to the point where he broke the table and burned it in the fire. That's how bad it was because Moses was displeased to see what his people were doing. Moses had another Mara when he dealt with the accusations coming from Aaron and Miriam. These are his own people, yet they were accusing him. If you read in Numbers chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, it says, And Miriam and Aaron spake against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married. And they said, Have the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Have he not spoken also by us? And the Bible says, And the Lord heard it. My friends, we've got to be very careful how we speak against the servant of the Lord because God does not slumber nor sleep. He hears everything. He knows everything. In Numbers 11, at verses 10 through 15, Moses had another Mara when he dealt with the complaints about the manna and the meats, my friends. And we can, I can go on and on and tell you about the experience that Moses had with all his Maras, all his bitter moments, all his tough times. But you know what they say, that tough times, they never last, but tough people do. David also had his Mara when he said that tears were with him night and day in Psalms 42 and verse 3. Well, the Bible tells us that weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. David had his Mara when he said that I have eaten ashes with my bread and my drink has been corrupted by 
weeping. Ah, that's difficulty, that's trouble, that's trial, that's testing. All of us have had our maras in our lives, my friends. Mara of hatred, mara of malice, mara of disappointment. And the list goes on and on to tell you all about the maras that comes in our way. But in order, my friends, to get out of your mara, out of your bitterness, out of your hard place, you must have a desire. You must have a desire. Like the woman with the issue of blood. The Bible says that she heard that Jesus was in tongue because she had already spent all her wealth trying to gain her health and yet she was still sick. But she heard that Jesus was in tongue and she said to herself, if I could only get there and touch the hem of his garment, I know I will be made well. So she had the desire to be made well, first of all. She had the desire to get there because she knew very well, if I could get there and I can press my way through the crowd and touch the hem of his garment, oh, I know I'll be healed. I know I'll be well. That's strong desire. Zacchaeus, we are told in the word, he wanted to see Jesus. He heard that Jesus was coming through Main Street. Jesus was coming his way. So the Bible says that Zacchaeus ran ahead of everyone else and forced his way up into a tree because he wanted to see the Lord. You know, Zacchaeus, we, when we were little, we used to sing in Sunday school how Zacchaeus was a wee little man and a wee little man was he. He climbed into a sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see. So Zacchaeus ran ahead of everyone else and climbed the tree only to see Jesus. But the Bible tells us that when Jesus came to that tree, he looked up and saw him and asked him to come down. He says, because today I'm going to be with you. Salvation has come to your house. Zacchaeus had the desire to get out of his mara. The man who was sick with palsy, who was lowered through the roof of the house. Oh, he also had a desire. His friends had that desire. They all had to have that desire to get out of Mara. So they had to figure out a way, my friends. Listen, man, when you want to get out of your situation, when you want to get out of the condition that you are in, oh, you will make a way. You will find a way. So they pressed their way, and when they could not get in through the door, they went on the rooftop and let the man down through the roof. And the Bible tells us that Jesus, the Bible says that Jesus saw their faith. He saw his faith, and the man was made whole because he had the desire. Blind Bartimaeus, the Bible says he cried out the more, Jesus, thou son of the Most High. Oh, have mercy upon me. Have mercy upon me. And Jesus heard his cry. Uh, Rahab risked her life to go with the Israelites. But the, because she had that desire. So when you cannot see through the wilderness of desire. I am here with good news. I came to tell you that there is an Elim. 
in front of you. The Elims of life. The Israelites got to Elim. Watch this now. They got to Elim. First they, they stopped at Shur and there was no water. Then they stopped at Mara. There was water but the water was bitter. So now they got to Elim. And there they found God's provision. Oh I tell you our God is awesome. Our God is great. And many times sometimes God must put us through the grinding mill to see exactly what we are made of. He will put us through the grinding mill to see how faithful we will be on the journey of life. So they got to Elim and the Bible says that they found God's provision. Watch this. Not only one spring of fresh water. Not even just two. Not even just five. Not even ten. But they found 12 springs of fresh water. 12 springs of fresh water. How many know that our God is a God of plenty? In fact, the Bible says that the cattle on a thousand hills belongs to the Lord. Everything is His. So they found 12 springs of fresh water. Not only 12 springs of fresh water, but they found 70, not seven, but seven zero palm trees. Boy, life is now a dream because they were able to drink fresh water. And then they put build their tents under the palm trees and they were able to relax and look and, and think again and say, Boy, we struggled through our journey. We struggled through our journey, but now we've come a mighty long way and God has indeed made a way for us. So my brothers and my sisters, don't quit whatever you do. Somewhere just ahead of you is an Elim. It will be there where your hopes will be realized. Your Mara might be bitter now, but just keep walking, just keep praying, just keep fasting, just keep trusting, just keep seeking. And you will relax under the palm tree of God's favor. You will relax under the palm tree of God's mercies and of God's grace. Because the God whom we serve is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ever ask or think. And God, my friends, will always honor our faithfulness. So may God bless you tonight. May God bless you as you ponder on your Elim and as you think of your Mara, the struggles that you are going through, they will not last all the time. You will get to Elim because behind every dark cloud, there lies a silver lining. God bless you tonight. Praise God. Praise God for such a timely word. It doesn't matter what your Mara is. You can still get to Elim. That's where you have the pure living water and all of us love water so my friends do not dwell on bitterness but instead rejoice because today is a new day you know my friends we never bring our broadcast to a close without giving you an opportunity to make jesus the lord of your life if you from sins tonight and you are longing to be free let me encourage you to look to the lamb of god Christ died for your sins. He is able to save you if you come to him 
right now because the Bible says whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord then they will be saved let us pray father in heaven we want to thank you we want to praise you we want to exalt your holy name you are awesome in power you are awesome in might we thank you for your words tonight we know that your words will never return to you void but that your words will accomplish for the purpose in which you have sent it those who do not know you as savior and lord speak to their hearts tonight convict them of sins and bring them to a saving knowledge of christ those of us who know you and we are going through the strains of our struggles we are going through our mara that you would give us the strength and the wisdom and the grace to continue on our journey because we know that elim is just ahead of us have your way tonight we pray in jesus name amen and amen amen and if you were challenged or motivated by tonight's word we would love to hear from you we encourage you to reach out to us at newdeafopatlanta at gmail.com once again, that's New York Hope Atlanta at gmail.com. So until then, let your heart go on singing. Until then, oh my friends, with joy you must carry on. Bye now. Oh God bless you and God keep you is our prayer for you.